last decade, I went from a boy transitioning to a man, growing through the hardships of working towards my dreams, but God has seen me through. From 2020 and beyond, I'm matching for everything I will achieve. This podcast is presented by EJ Media Studios. My name is Henry, a.k.a. Hendall. And it's your girl, Kay Shanae. This is Culture Connect. Culture Connect. It's been a hard, rough, rough year. Now, kind of get us into a lighter mood. Earlier, early, early in January, my favorite month, there was a huge documentary. Talk about tragedy. R. Kelly. Woo! Yeah, man. They won't give Robert a break. <laughs> Robert won't give himself a break. Yeah. It's definitely sad to hear that young girls have been things done to them that, you know, their parents trusted, you know, R. Kelly to you know, provide supervision of them to go for their dreams. Exactly, exactly. And I agree with the part you said about not being insensitive to the women who did go through what they went through. I definitely believed them. I believe that, that they did go through those things. But again, as you said, with some of the parents, yeah. that's kind of who I looked at sideways. With the girls, I believed them. I'm never going to ever say, if a woman looks me in my face and says someone did something to her, I'm going to try my best to believe. I know these days, you know, people be lying, but, you know, some, to the degree that they were saying these women were crying, they, they were very emotional. I definitely believe their stories, but the parents, again, did not make a whole lot of sense. Uh, when nah. I was uh, 17, 18, let me tell you, I'm 27, and my mama still be trying to tell me what to do. So I don't see how in the world your 16, 17-year-old is being taken by some man and he just was able to just kidnap them. No police were called. You didn't write a report. Nothing. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. You know, it's um, it, it just goes back to, you know, parents being parents and parents mm-hmm. overseeing their children. My thing is, if I was a parent, I would be alone every step of the way yeah. of her career or whatever she wanted to do, I would support it. But if a artist like R. Kelly wanted to bring her on tour, I'm not letting my daughter go on tour by herself. With Kelly. Never. Nah. Not with no Just grown like, man. Nah. Okay? Like, yeah, no grown man. <laughs> nah, not at all. Not even with a little boy. But you know what I mean? I, that's the only thing. But now, kind of getting into that as far as like how the media handled it, how do you think... I think the media, um, they handled the situation, um, I think just for the story, mm-hmm. in my opinion, because, you know, you have people coming out of the woodwork saying that, you know, things happen to them, and don't get me wrong, you know, these people and women have a story of things that has transpired and happened to them in their life, but the media also use it for shock value, Yeah. you know, to get a story out. Absolutely. It's definitely shock value, and even his ex-wife even says there's another one I know that's coming out next month, first thing of next year. She said that she has nothing to do with it because she's even said, like, lifetime, they, they, they don't care. They don't care anything about this. This is all about the story. Yeah. They don't, they're not helping Brady's the victims. Abuse. They're not helping giving any resources to the people who were affected. And then most importantly, Hindal, like, my whole thing is the – Play, that no one's really thinking about R. Kelly at all either. For instance, I know that he's done what he's done, but let's kind of go back into his life. He also was molested. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's talking about that story. Right. The fact that this man was also went through his own sexual abuse for years and years and years. 
until he was an adult. Right. So with that being said, someone who's went through that much trauma, when did he or when did someone step in and say, hey, man, you might need to get some help? He had bunch of enablers so many enablers and none of them have been put on the forefront you know what i mean so again you know you do the crime you do the time but i just think that with r kelly i really really feel like the world kind of just turned their back on him of course um people have and the media kind of you know acted on like okay well, we don't care about anything he went through. We just know that, you know, all of a sudden we care that all of this stuff's been happening, even though we knew back in 2004 he was accused of the same shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just a lot. Um, with him, Bill Cosby even, that yeah. situation that happened last year. And now we have, you know, Harvey Weinstein, who, I mean... He's having the time of his life. I mean, he literally just paid off or read an article and said that he actually has the option to pay his way out. Now, he will be tried. He, they are going to try him for assaulting, I believe, two women. But it was two. Yeah, come on. The article also says that if they decide that they would rather take the reimbursement money, then he doesn't even have to agree to anything. He doesn't even have to go to court, nothing, if they decide to take the money. If they do a settlement, then that's it. So he got to pay his way out. You know what I mean? Yeah, which is, which is crazy, you know. We have to suffer. <laughs> we know. do, we do. You know, and speaking of that, recently, you know, it's been in the blogs and topic that I've been seeing here lately is, you know, how do you feel about Oprah Winfrey, you know, going after Russell Simmons? There's been a lot of talks about, you know, Kind of like with the Michael Jackson, you know, thing that she did with yeah. those two gentlemen that said that they were victims from these that they say Michael did to them. Um, she's kind of trying to, like, go at the victims who Russell Simmons supposedly were to, you know, do something to. So yeah. what do you think? So for that, again, I don't like to be the person to say that, you know, these women that are accusing Russell Simmons and the people who are accusing Michael Jackson, I don't like to be the person to be like, oh, you're lying. But I am a person of facts. And first of all, Michael Jackson was acquitted. Of course. Of every single thing. And not even just deceased. You know, I think that we've forgotten that when people die that, you know... The good parts of us shouldn't keep bringing up their name and tarnishing them. They can't, you know, defend themselves. But since we can't do that, let's just say he went to trial, people. You can't make somebody guilty if they're already proven innocent in the court of law. So how in the hell do we have documentaries coming out about this man who's already been acquitted of this crime? And, you know, we weren't there. We don't know what happened and all of that other stuff. But, like... If you, if all of this took place when this man was alive, where was this information then? People like to come back and say, well, we were scared and we didn't know what was going to be said. Well, for me, it just makes me feel like now that you're saying it, it makes me look like you're a clout tra- chaser. It makes me think you're a clout chaser. Because yeah. who in the world would get on a stand and say, this man did not touch me and lie under oath but now he touched me. And is that not illegal? I need to look that up. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is illegal. And it should be upheld in the court of law. It should. Yeah. It should. Now, regarding Oprah, let me just be honest. Oprah has never been for the people. I'm sorry, you guys. Like, if you guys were surprised, I'm sorry. Oprah, to me, has never been for us, ever. She's always all those, what is the little gift thing she used to give out Christmas on her show? 
it was all white women. And no offense, I love my white women, but girl, bye. (laughs) (laughs) She's never really been for us. And her, you know, look at who she's dating. Oh, man. (laughs) Stedman's not exactly a real nigga. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Reminds me of one of my cousins. (laughs) Yeah. So, moving forward. You know, cloud chasing has been. Cloud chasing is 2019's, like. Oh my God. It has been huge. It's been major. Speaking of that, cloud chasing, Takachi69. I think that was the Uh, biggest story of. I think one of the biggest stories of the year. How do you name people who ain't even in the transcripts of your case? How do you do that? When you're a snitch, it doesn't matter. He would have dropped you in. Like <laughs> I don't know that man. Hey, I don't know six nine. I haven't been around nothing that he got going on. I don't you know. know but that man don't know yeah. everything, and he's told on everybody. When I said he got up there and snitched, oh man, he snitched. I'm talking about that man told on Curious George. Man, what is going on? When he brought up Cardi B, I said, bruh. <laughs> This man's tripping. He tripping. He named dropped Casanova, Jim Jones. I mean. Crazy. Then again, I'm like, he's brave. Like, you really got up there and you're talking about all these names. Now, Jim Jones, I met in person. Very intimidating guy. That's not somebody's name I would ever bring up. (laughs) Like, very, very intimidating. So I would never, ever bring his name up in anything. I wouldn't bring, I don't want to bring it up now. So Takashi is crazy, but what's so funny is that like you did all of this to still not get released. Now I understand he got two years, but I still feel like you know in his mind he thought I'm gonna snitch and they gonna let me out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because he really wasn't six nine. Takashi six nine is a character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got understand that he was Daniel. That's his government name. Exactly. But he's been Daniel. We all knew that. Yeah. If you all of the people like in our generation, we knew that. I think it was a lot of these kids that right. were looking up to him, which is horrible because it's like we're the parents. How in the world are we letting our kids listen to this crap? Like, and it's not even like I've listened. I didn't listen to a lot of crazy music, but this little boy, I never really got the hype. I never did. Yeah, me either. I'm a hip hop fanatic, and I never got. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. You know, hey, kids, people out there, do not be 6'9". Please. Be aware of your actions. Do not try to live the lifestyle that you know you're not destined to live and that you didn't grow up in. Because you don't need to. At all. <laughs> you don't or have you to will end up like 6'9". <laughs> you do not want to have a snitch jacket on you. So, hey, choose and think wisely. Please. Now, moving along, hip-hop this year... Um, I must say it's been okay. <sighs> Hasn't been the best, um, you know. But you these see I'm are snoring. yeah, it's been, <laughs> yeah, it's been a snore fest. Only a few good projects have come out this year. Yeah, so, I hey. will say that. What I'll say is that we have had a lot of good songs. Yeah. There's been some really cool songs. I think some songs that will be memorable classics. But as far as albums, well, hey, I want to give you my top albums. Okay. You know, what's your top three? My top three, I'm going to have to say Bandana, and that's by Freddie Gibbs. Okay. Yeah. El Capo is by Jim Jones, who she's afraid of. <laughs> uh, and I even say Nas, Lost Tapes too. The reason okay. I say Nas yeah. is because 
Nas doesn't drop, you know, but every, what, four, four to six years. So yeah. to get a project from Nas, you know, the hip hop legend is always great. And I got to throw in, I love my West Coast side. YG for real, for real. I thought it was a cool album. Yeah, uh -huh. YG, he's major, and he's been doing a lot of awesome things, except for the random kiss that he did with the girl, and, you know, him and Kalani are together and all that other yeah. stuff, so that was kind of weird, but I, I, I like watching outside of that. Now, me personally, hip-hop just did not blow me away this year. I'm going to be honest. Like, I did, when I think of my favorite albums, I think of albums that I can listen to every song. I'm not really having to do a lot of skipping right. through, and I skipped through a lot of albums this year. Yeah. <laughs> like, I will say I did like Offset's album. <laughs> I liked Father of Four because we got to see a different side of him. I'm used to the Migo shit. I'm used to the the. I'm used to that little flow and. But this was different. This was a little bit different. I won't say that it was the best album, but I will say um, there were a couple of songs I liked. The QC project that were all of them combined. Too many songs. Way too many songs. Way. I think it was. I think I liked the concept of what they were trying to do, but yeah, it was. It was. I couldn't listen to all of it. I don't think I still have listened to all of it to be honest. But if I'm gonna say. My top favorite albums this year, really, I don't think that they're necessarily hip-hop, but to me, they had a lot of hip-hop sound. Summer Walker, first of all, her whole album uh, was produced by London on a Track, so I think that album, from the beats to the lyrics to the just everything, everything about the album was amazing um, from a female standpoint. Also, like, Ari Lennox, she did a great job with her album. Really, really sad about her Soul Train loss to, I think it was Lizzo. Think so. Yeah. Um, she was very upset about that. Completely understand. <laughs> um, She's the better artist. She is. I definitely agree. Not knocking Lizzo, but I think there's a lot of feeling sorry for people sometimes versus talent. And um, the payola shit, that's, we got to stop that. We got to stop doing that. So yeah. <laughs> we can't keep telling these people that they're legends just because they have a good song or two. Like, we've got, like, to stop doing that. So, again, hip-hop did not blow me away. The uh, Baby, uh, did you listen to that album? Yeah, I did listen to it. In my opinion on the album, hey, first, I'm not a fan of The Baby. You know, I respect, you know, <laughs> what he does. Hey, yeah. cool, not for me. But what I will say is, is that I feel that content-wise, it's great for the shop value, but... He has no real content in his music. I feel that rap has been dumbed down. Dude, album ain't but 30 minutes. That ain't nothing but two minutes and 30 seconds. But you know song. what? I like that because I don't want to listen to your album for an hour. I don't want to be here an hour, two hours long listening over and over Chris Brown. Now, don't get me wrong, Chris Brown. I love you. I love your albums, but... I'm tired of 30 songs, an album. Like, we can't listen to all... We don't even have that much time. No, nah, you don't. You, it's, it's hard to consume. But me personally, being, you know, a music fan, hip-hop fan, I appreciate albums and songs that are three minutes or, you know, yeah. above. You I know, got you. Third verses, you know. Yeah, because so. it does show that you were putting a lot into it, a lot of thought into it, and you get to kind of see your lyrical talent. But what about Lil Baby? Uh, Lil Baby, you know, I 
Personally, I'm a fan of, you know, his flowing ability, you know, and how he rides the pocket of, you know, a song. You know, Woe has become a very viral song yes. here lately. People are doing the Thriller, you know, is that the Thriller video? Yeah. Yeah, whatever it is on Instagram. Yeah, I see that a lot. I mean, Lil Baby, he's a, he's a phenomenal talent. He is. He, I like Lil Baby. I'm definitely a big fan um, of Lil Baby as well. I do think that also, as I'm getting older, the things that I like is actually changing as well. So uh, I think the problem for me is that some of the substance isn't really there in the music this year. So I'm really looking forward to 2020. I'm hoping that we have some awesome, awesome albums to drop next year. And what about the Nick Cannon Eminem situation? Did you get into that? Well, yeah, I did listen to the song on Fat Joe's album that M, you know, cut Nick Cannon into pieces on. Um, <laughs> I must say, hey, Nick Cannon, um, guy got he got strength to you know go against M. You know, M is super lyrical. Mm -hmm. um, so I mean, hey, it's a cool battle. Eminem is the winner in my opinion. But hey, I just feel like Nick is corny for that. <laughs> and, and I'm not saying Nick is a corny person. I think that I, I used to look up to Nick Cannon, just uh, following him from when he was on Nickelodeon and all of that. I definitely love what he's done um, in hip hop himself. But I think that this was corny for him. Like, I feel like he makes way too much money. He's now getting into a legendary sort of thing himself. You know, he's becoming a legend of his own as far as like, not necessarily music, but TV. You know what I'm saying? He is, we know Nick Cannon from TV, and I think that's what he should definitely stick to. <laughs> um, Eminem, I know people don't really like to give him his props, and people are like, you know, he's not the best anymore, and all of that stuff. But for a long time, you did not want to step in any booth with Eminem. Nah, not as a battle. Eminem not at all. <laughs> and, you know, we got to talk about, you know, for y'all ladies out there, and, Hot girl summer. Hot girl summer. And now we, what, Tina Snow? I think they're saying it's a hot girl winter or something. Yeah, man. I, think, <laughs> I know a lot of y'all women out there this summer who were doing your thing and going out here and, you know, going against your boyfriend's, uh, what's the word? Uh, <laughs> going against his authority. Not his authority. Say? I would say authority. We don't do that. the authority of a man is, hey, you... Dress like a lady when you go out, and you know the rest. So that's what I mean by authority. But it was great. It was great. I what I love the most about it is I think this year we did see women kind of have their little thing, especially in female hip hop. We had yeah. female hip hop took over. You got to give us that. Like females took over the game this year. Yeah. Meg Thee Stallion, she had an excellent year. I think she might have had one of the best years out of all the artists this year. Hey, yeah. and she got the strongest knees in America. <laughs> Okay, because... The strongest, people. <laughs> so, hey. We need some tricks. And then another big event, I know Missy Elliott, she got the... I think she was in... Got Songwriter. Inducted? Songwriter. Yeah. There we go. She got inducted. She got the Songwriter Award. So, I'm very, very proud of her for that. Nicki Minaj also announced that she was retiring. Yeah, man. From Poor the game. Nikki. She'll be back. Uh, she definitely, she got to come back. I mean, at the end of the day, I think that there's enough room for other artists to come through. And there's no problem with that. But I think Nikki's probably ready to try to start a family sort of thing. And she should. She has had her time. She's done what she's needed to do. And um, she said that she's passing on the baton to Meg. So we're going to see what 2020 does. City girls and, you know. <laughs> 
y'all, you know, I know I know some of y'all like, you know, ratchet crazy things when it comes to the music, but hey, yeah. Rhapsody, if you're looking for a new female Lauren Gotta Hill hear Rhapsody. of 2019-20, then, you know, listen to Rhapsody. Um, we very, can't even have artist. a conversation if you don't listen to Rhapsody. No, very great artist. Dude. Now, Kanye, you know, Kanye has been all over the place for the last few years. Who child you know, Talking listen. crazy and, you know, yeah, just me and Kanye. So, <laughs> Sunday service uh, has become very, very popular. You know, he's went to, you know, Man, damn near almost all of the churches, um, except for uh, mine. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Come, yeah, come to our church. You know, we, we, we would love to have We want Sunday service. Yeah, man. Bring, come to Birmingham, man. Shows. Now, power for my fans of power and people of power. You know, great show. I love power. But Snowfall <laughs> was the best show of 2019. Snowfall is amazing. I love that show. I love... The way that it depicts that lifestyle. I love that it's just so real. It's so intriguing. Every episode is something different. Um, I'm a huge fan of Snowfall. I love the show. Um, yeah, man. So, but you do think that Snowfall is better than Power? Uh, I'm a little kind of in between. See, me um, too. I don't know. They both are so different. Right. But they're also very the same. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like it's hard to decide between the two but Snowfall is an amazing show if you have not gotten to watch it you guys are missing out I'm telling you if you are anybody I don't care black white Asian it is a great show I love Snowfall but speaking of power who do you think shot Ghost? man I think Tariq did Tariq St. Patrick I you think, think Tariq shot his father uh, I haven't seen the coming the, the last episodes and last season yeah, Tariq is a badass. Tariq, I definitely could see him wanting to, but I feel like I just don't think Tariq has the heart. I feel like, yes, he did shoot the person that uh, murdered his sister, but I just don't think he got the heart to kill his father. I know you're going to be like, I don't think it was him, but I've been hearing rumors that it could actually be the guy that was dating or trying to date Tasha. The guy that was always showing up to the daycare? It could be. They were saying that they believe it was him. But the only reason I can't think that it's him is because the look on Ghost's face was like he like he saw a ghost. Like he thought that he whoever shot him, he knew who that was. So it's going to be a really, really good show, a good season next year. I'm really excited for it. Um, some movies uh, that we get into. I don't know if you've seen Queen and Slim. Um, I have. Queen and Slim was um, a very, very great movie. I, hell, I got to say the best movie of 2019. Great movie of, you know, a two people who build a love connection and they, you know, went on to a road of trying to overcome a incident that happened, you know, with the police who you know, stop them for no reason. So, I mean, uh, don't want to spoil it for anyone who has who hasn't seen it, but yeah, uh, Queen of Slim. Yeah, I ain't seen it. Yeah, <laughs> awesome, phenomenal film. Yeah, I gotta um, see it. You know, now with that being our personal growth, you know, Culture Connect, we got more coming in the new year of 2020. Be on the lookout for a short film that I've been working on for quite a while now. I'm gonna be releasing that. 
and, and bigger and better things are coming, you know, for me. Kaysha, uh, what do you have coming for the 2020? Um, so I'm going to be finishing up my book. So that's okay. going to be really exciting for me. Just I've been really focusing on that. Of course, again, as Hendog said, we have a lot, a lot, a lot coming up next year uh, with Culture Connect. And we're very, very excited about the different interviews we've got, some of the events that we're going to be uh, having coming up. So you guys got to stay tuned. I'm telling you, you do not want to miss this. This is way more than just a podcast. This is a movement. Uh, we want Culture Connect to touch everybody, every demographic, every race, every culture. That's what we're here for. So I'm excited for 2020 um, and just excited about this year. You know, 2019 did bring a lot of tragedy. It did bring a lot of tragic moments and heartbreaking moments, but it did also bring a lot of redemption. Yeah. Uh, me, myself, I went through a lot of my own personal growth and experiences. And I say the same for you. Definitely blessed to make it towards the end of 2019 and close this chapter and looking forward to 2020. Um, And, yeah, I want to tell everyone out there uh, that, hey, you guys have a safe new year. Be very mindful of what you're looking to accomplish and surround yourself with great people who are trying to do the same thing you have. So that's my advice to you in 2020. Anything, Kaysha, you want to leave with? Same thing, same spell. Uh, You want to make sure you're surrounded by like-minded people. Keep God first, always. Stay around folks that, you know, really care about you and support what you're doing. With that being said, (laughs) 2019 has come to a close. 2020 is approaching. Peace and love and blessings to you. Thank you. This is Culture Connect. Culture Connect. Experience designs us different aspects, the good, the bad, beautiful, and painful. Over the years, I've learned how to appreciate it all. Faith and family, loyalty and perseverance, my decade in a nutshell. Cheers to good health and success. 2020, be good to us. Culture Connect is a podcast dedicated to innovators, creators, and business owners. We offer our platform to branders of excellent taste. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram or send us an email at cxltxreconnect at gmail.com.